Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what is going on, my fine citizens? Welcome in to the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. And it was a throwdown performance by the Michigan Wolverines last night against, you know, I would say maybe not the hottest team in the Big Ten, but right there. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights in Ann Arbor after Jawan Howard, of course, was suspended for the rest of the regular season. Phil Martelli takes over, and this is a huge game because the Michigan Wolverines, of course, still have work to do to get into the NCAA tournament. We've discussed this this week. It's like the two programs are going in Michigan completely different directions. Michigan State can't win a game. Michigan is trying to get into the tournament after being maybe the most disappointing team in college basketball this season. And beating Rutgers, who had been playing some really, really good basketball, uh, was a big first step of these four home games in a row. And then, of course, the Buckeyes on the road to end the regular season before the Big Ten tournament. Another great game by Hunter Dickinson, a double-double. He had 16 and 11 big rebounds, a couple assists as well, and three blocks. And how about Caleb Houston, the youngster? 21 points for him, three boards, a block, an assist, and really just some big baskets late in this game, some great defense. Uh, you know, Ron Harper Jr. is going to get his points. Michigan held him to 19, but, you know, the defense was the key for Michigan late and some very timely shots. They win the game 71-62. to 62. And, you know, this is the thing about the Wolverines. When you're one of the most, if not the most, disappointing teams in the country, that means that there were expectations there. Of course, Michigan was a top five team in the preseason. We know the polls don't really mean anything, especially in college basketball in the preseason. There's so many teams. There's so many moving parts. And it's funny because the, the Spartans couldn't lose. I had called them one of the top five teams in the country in the first month or month and a half of the season. And they looked like a complete team, even though they obviously did have maybe the overall talent of a Michigan or some other teams, even in the Big Ten, Purdue, Wisconsin. Uh, but yet Tom Izzo was doing a good coaching job, and Gabe Brown and others were playing really well for the Spartans, and obviously that's flipped now. The Wolverines, of course, playing much better as of late. Huge win uh, over Purdue and Iowa in a three-game stretch, sandwiched between that Ohio State loss at Chrysler, which wasn't great. And then, of course, we all know what happened with Wisconsin at the end of that game uh, with the Juwan Howard unpleasantries and the slapping of the assistant coach and the words and guard's hand on Howard Jr.'s chest and all the nonsense. But Michigan... You know, came out after a few days away, a home game against Rutgers. Michigan has not played great at home uh, several times this year. They've been better on the road, actually, in big moments. But that was a big moment, and they got the job done. And now 
They've got Illinois coming up over the weekend at Chrysler. That game will be on Sunday. Uh, it's a, a 2 o'clock start on CBS against number 15 Illinois. And of course, Illinois just hung on uh, for dear life to beat Michigan State earlier in the week. And then you look at Michigan State, uh, that game is on Tuesday. The revenge game, you know, for the Wolverines on March 1st, 8.30, FS1. And then after that, the Wolverines will host Iowa, part of that four home game in a row stretch. That's a 9 o'clock start, by the way, at Chrysler. My dad, he loves those late starts. I'm kidding. Normally he's in bed by 10. Um, that's a 9 o'clock start on, on March the 3rd, which will be uh, the last home regular season game of the season on Thursday, March 3rd. And then the Buckeyes... The final regular season game uh, of the year for the Wolverines on the road, March 6th, that's Sunday, uh, right before the Big Ten tournament will start, a 12-30 game against the number 22-ranked Buckeyes. And there's an interesting thing that I've been tracking. And it's a play that I've already made, and I think it's a play that you might want to think about making yourself as well. So I, I get a lot of different numbers, uh, and we've talked about this when it's, during football season, and we'll talk about it now during the NBA and, of course, college basketball, where I, I can see kind of what's being wagered on most tickets, most money, uh, you know, most futures bets that are being thrown out there. And it's it's a, a really, it's a great, like, guide when you want to look at making wagers yourself and see where the money is moving and see if things are worth it uh, and see if there's value on certain things or if the public is too much on a side. But I've been monitoring... Final Four uh, Futures. This is betting on a team to make the Final Four. Now, it's no secret Gonzaga is by far number one as far as percentage of a total handle right now at Bet Rivers. They've got 13.8% of the money, 9.3% of the tickets. The second team, no surprise. By the way, they're minus 114 to make the Final Four. I don't think there's much value on that because there's so many things going to happen in a tournament. I don't want to lay 114. Uh, you know, on a team that likely will get to the Final Four, but I'm laying, po- you know, positive money on that. I'm not getting positive money back. Uh, Purdue, number two, they're plus 250 to make the Final Four, 7.9% of the money and 8.4% of the tickets. But this is where I've been looking at a situation for tremendous value. And the third most wagered on team is the Michigan Wolverines. Now, right now, based on the bracketologist, Joel Arden has got Michigan in as one of his final four teams. Uh, there's a couple other bracketologists that have Michigan in. Some have them out. There's still a really good chance Michigan can get it. And we talked about this on, on the Tuesday show. If the Wolverines don't lose to teams that are behind them as far as, like, the standings go and RPI and, and you know, all the, the net rankings and all the different metrics that the committee uses. As long, and, and Rutgers is one of those teams that was kind of right there, either right in front of them or right behind them. But, you know, the Spartans are starting to fall down. They, they've got to beat Michigan State. Illinois is ahead of them. The Buckeyes are ahead of them. Iowa's kind of right in between where some might have them behind, some might have them ahead. Michigan just beat Iowa on the road. So as long as they don't lose to teams behind them, win a game or two in the Big Ten tournament, maybe even just one game based on what they do in the rest of the regular season, they should be in. And they're the third most wagered team at 25-1 to to make the Final Four. 7.5% of the money and 5.3% of the tickets. And why this is significant is this. Michigan might not be in the tournament yet. And as I mentioned, one of the more disappointing teams throughout the majority of the season in the country in college basketball. 
But the Wolverines were a top five preseason team for a reason. Jawan Howard will be back for any kind of tournament run. And for now, Phil Martelli is, is great to be in charge in the first place. But they've got a tremendous amount of talent, whether it's Eli Brooks or Dickinson or Diabate or Jones or Houston, who had obviously that great game in the win over Rutgers. There is a lot of talent on this team. And if they get in, getting tw- then those odds are going to go down if Michigan gets in. 25 to 1 to get to the Final Four. I love the value there. And that's what you got to kind of look for when it comes to wagering on the NCAA tournament or really anything. Yeah, you can take the Gonzaga of the world or the Purdue of the world. And, you know, you want to put a decently large bet on one of those two teams and they get to the Final Four, you'll win some money. But you look at a team like Providence, who had that, by the way, destroyed, you know, broke my heart last night, that triple overtime thrower with a roof leak delay and 18 million different bad calls against Xavier at Xavier plus two. And, you know, Providence gets, you know, just wins a triple overtime. But, you know, they're 20 to 1 to make the Final Four. They're, they're a team I actually like that has a chance to do that. It was a huge win for them last night. Uh, Texas Tech's 11 to 1 to make the Final Four. You want to look for a team like that. It's what I've told you about when you wager on golf. Yeah, you can take the favorites, the John Roms, the Callan Moore, Callas based on the week. And sometimes I will do that to back my bets up. But I'm looking for the 25, the 35, the 50 to 1. When I, of course, won with Neiman last week. 46 to 55 to 1. That's what you're looking for when it comes to betting with value because, yeah, there's times where you're going to take favorites. You're going to take a, you know, a, a, a team that you know is on the money line, minus 200, minus 250, whatever. There's times where that's going to happen. I gave the Rams out on the money line of the Super Bowl. I didn't like the spread, and I was right about that. But the, you know, most of the time, you got to be looking for value. Because that's how you make money. That's how you profit and keep that margin going and going and going. And I love the fact that Michigan is, you know, one of the more wager on teams right now. And that's because people are being smart with this. And they are 25 to 1 to make the final four. So I thought that was very interesting. And I'll continue, continue to monitor that for you. Uh, by the way, just some other numbers for you. Most wager on futures right now to win the NCAA basketball tournament. Gonzaga, no surprise, 32% of the money. 19% of the tickets, uh, they're number one. Duke, number two. <clears throat> Gonzaga's four to one, by the way. Duke, 12 to one. 8.7% of the money, 8.5% of the tickets. Purdue, third, they're 10 and a half to one. 6.9% of the money, 8% of the tickets. Kentucky, I know a lot of people on them, and they definitely have a great chance to win it all. They are uh, plus 775. They have 6.7% of the money and 6.4% of the tickets. Rounding out the top five, is Kansas 15 to 1. They have 6.1% of the money and 4.8% of the tickets. So we will continue to monitor as we get closer and closer to March Madness. All right, much more coming up. We're going to take a trip to the Motown betting window and some news on the Detroit Lions right here on the Detroit CityCast brought to you by Bat Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. So some news on the Lions front. Of course, you know, we're, you know, several weeks away 
from the NFL draft. And, of course, there's all this combine nonsense where the agents might be holding the players out from doing the on-field drills with all the terrible you know, restrictions that the NFL combine is talking about doing. So that's its own thing. But I've been looking at, you know, different odds for the overall first pick for, you know, the NFL draft. And of course, the Lions are picking number two. Uh, and that can obviously change. The Lions could end up training up if they wanted to or training down. But the news out, and we're going to have, uh, you know, several people on in the coming weeks to talk about the Lions and the draft. Our man Dave Burkett and some others. Uh, that cover the line, so I'm looking forward to talking to them. But in talking to a bunch of different people and and people nationally that have discussed this, uh, you know, it seems like Evan Neal has a really good chance, the offensive lineman from Bama, to go number one to the Jaguars as they want to build from the lines out uh, for Trevor Lawrence. Not that the Lions don't want to build from the lines out either under Brad Holmes, but they need an edge rusher. And it seems like, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, who I want the Lions to take, could fall right into their laps if Neil goes first. But the Lions, the, the news now is that they also love, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau, the Oregon defensive edge rusher. Uh, they love his athleticism and and really are into him as well. So it we, we've discussed this where it's going to come down to what player between those two, if the Lions are stay at two and Neil goes first and not one of the other edge rushers, you know, which one they like the most. If it's, if it's really close... You know, that's going to be a tough decision for the Lions. If it's not, it'll be easy, but there's a chance that they like one guy so much more that it won't be a problem. If it is like a coin flip for Detroit, that could make for a very interesting situation where the Lions might decide to trade down and get an extra draft pick, which could help them. But I think this thing is setting up right now. And if you're wondering, the odds, kind of the consensus odds right now to be the first overall pick. Hutchinson is plus about 165. He's the favorite. Evan Neal, plus 165 to 185. He's either the favorite or right there at number two. And then Thibodeau uh, is the third favorite at three and a half to one. You look at what could end up transpiring in that situation, and it's a good problem to have if you're the Lions because you've got the pick of both of the edge rushers. And this could also be an issue if they do not do the on-field drills of the combine and have to wait for their pro days. Uh, you know, you can definitely make a huge impact at the combine, not just, you know, doing the measurements and the interviews and the psychological stuff, but doing the on-field drills. So this is going to be a fascinating, you know, next several weeks for Detroit Lions fans. We're going to cover it for you top to bottom because to me, I mean, Hutchinson is who I've wanted all along, not just because of the Michigan angle, but he's a one-man wrecking crew. He's a transformative guy that could change your front seven for years. Not that Thibodeau could either, but to me, I just think Hutchinson's a better player. But you've got to see how these guys test in the combine. What if Thibodeau has such a better combine, or overall, whatever it ends up being, if it's his pro day, than Hutchinson does, and the Lions decide he's the better option? And then what if, instead of taking Evan Neal, the Jaguars either trade down and someone takes one of the edge rushers, Hutchinson or Thibodeau, before the Lions, or the Jaguars decide to take Hutch or Thibodeau. So there's all these different pieces in play, and we'll monitor the odds for you as well. But the news that's come out in, in recent days is the Lions definitely seem to be very, you know, into the great athleticism that Thibodeau has. And this could be like a 1A, 1B situation when it comes to him and Hutchinson. And we know the Lions have multiple first-round picks because of the Stafford trade, and that's always obviously a great situation for a team that's on the rebuild to be in. Uh, to me, Hutchinson is a, is a no-brainer if he's there at number two. Uh, but you got to see what Thibodeau does at, at the combine potentially could outperform Hutch 
and could end up being the guy the Lions like even more in that situation. Once again, a good problem to have if you're the Detroit Lions, but it's something that is going to be a big decision for Brad Holmes to figure out how he wants to tackle this. And you have a, a lot of different options if you're at number two because you don't have to stay there. You could trade down a couple picks and, you know, decide to get more draft picks. I mean, you look at the teams that are in the, the top four spots, course, Jags, number one, Lions, number two. The Texans, who need an edge rusher, they're at number three. Uh, you know, so you, you know, then you look at the Giants, uh, who are right there at number four. So you've got a lot of different possibilities in this top four situation uh, in the upcoming NFL draft. I'm sorry, the Jets at number four, Giants at number five. And, you know, the, the Giants need an offensive lineman. The Jets need, you know, there's a lot of people that have targeted uh, David Ojabo in the Michigan defensive and outside linebacker at number four for the Jets. By the way, the Wolverines could have two of the top three or top five picks in the draft, which, you know, is is great for what Michigan's been able to do in developing players, but also shows you the, the big losses on defense that Jim Armour has to deal with, including his defensive corner, Mike McDonald. Uh, very interesting stuff there as well. So uh, we'll continue to monitor that for you. And I just thought it was interesting to hear the news, you know, through the different back channels. The Lions seem to be very interested uh, in Thibodeau's athleticism. And of course, we know that they like Hutchinson. But to me, it, it, the pick would be Aiden Hutchinson at number two if he's there. If the Jaguars decide to go with Evan Neal at number one, the Jaguars could take Thibodeau as well. That makes it easier for the Lions. But what if the Jaguars take Hutch? And the Lions aren't fully in love with Thibodeau. It seems like they like his athleticism and what he's able to do. Uh, and obviously, he's tremendously talented kid. But you don't just take a guy to take a guy if they're not fully in love with him. And, and you know, uh, Hutchinson is gone and the Lions are, you know, deciding between Neal and Thibodeau uh, or a possible trade down. The Lions can trade down and get some more picks for them going forward. So that's where we're at with uh, the latest stuff of the NFL draft. Uh, we'll take a quick break and come right up. We'll take a trip to the Motown betting window. Pistons are back in action. I got to play on the Detroit Titans, and I'll tell you why. That all comes up next right here on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast, presented by our great friends at Bat Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Let's take a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Pistons back in action. Now, when this look ahead line came out, it was, there was seven and a half and eights out there. It is down to six right now. Cavaliers, of course, much better team, traveling to LCA to play the Pistons. And, and look, it's not like there's any significant injuries per se. Uh, you got, you know, Karis Levert out uh, for the Cavs with a foot. You know, of course, we know that, that Garland uh, has been out uh, with some back issues. So he's out as well. Sexton, of course, out for the season. Pistons relatively healthy. Frank Jackson and Jamarco Pickett are just game-time decisions. But the, the Pistons have played the Cavaliers tough at LCA. I don't have, like, a, a, you know, I have a lean on this game. I think there's definitely still a little value at six at home. I don't think Detroit's going to win this game, but I have a feeling it's going to be a close game. But, you know, you're seeing almost a two, two-and-a-half point move on this game uh, where the Cavs are now just a six-point favorite, minus 109 
at Bet Rivers. The Pistons plus six, minus one twelve. The money line for Detroit is plus one ninety five, and the Cavs minus two forty, and then the total two hundred eight and a half over minus one twelve. The under minus one hundred nine. So very interesting to see uh, some movement there. Pistons back in action. Uh, can they have a nice you know end of the season there? They're not going to make the playoffs. But can they play some good basketball and be a spoiler for teams like the Cavaliers, who are definitely going to the playoffs? I mean, you look at Cleveland, fourth in the Eastern Conference, 35 and 23 on the year. Pistons just 13 and 45. And actually, seeing this line as we record right now in the afternoon, there are some five and a halfs out there. So a lot of steam, some sharp money on the Pistons, small lead on the Pistons plus six. Not a full play for me, but you know, there's a reason this line is going the way it is. Uh, and just continue to monitor that. But that should be an interesting game tonight, 7 o'clock at LCA. The rest of the NBA schedule for you uh, on this night back after the All-Star break, Boston and the Nets. Uh, of course, the Nets without Durant and uh, no more Harden anymore and uh, Kyrie Irving's out. Uh, this could be a blowout for the Celtics. The Celtics minus 9. Way too many points for me. Both sides minus 109. Uh, the total 214.5 over minus 112. And the under is minus 107. This is a game where I actually have a prop play uh, Carl Anthony Towns off that three-point shootout win, the big man. Uh, right now, the Grizzlies facing the Timberwolves in Minnesota. Eight o'clock game. It's Memphis minus one and a half, uh, minus 112. Timberwolves plus one and a half, minus 110. The total, 239 and a half, over minus 113, under minus 109. But I like Carl uh, Anthony Towns over 23 and a half points in this one. So that's a, a prop play for you. Suns and Thunder. The Suns minus 10 and a half on the road, minus 113. Thunder plus 10 and a half. Minus 109, total 219, both ways are minus 110. Hawks at the Bulls. I like the Bulls actually in this game as well. Bulls minus three right now at Bet Rivers, minus 112. Hawks plus three, minus 109, total 241, over minus 108, and the under minus 113. Uh, the Nuggets will visit Sacramento. Nuggets minus four, minus 112 right now at Bet Rivers. The Kings plus four, minus 109, and 233 and a half. Over, minus 112. Under, minus 109. And the Blazers, uh, or excuse me, that's, uh, yeah, the Warriors and Blazers. I just lost, uh, the line just kind of uh, slid on me there. Uh, the nightcap, 10 o'clock. Warriors minus 10 on the road in Rip City. Uh, both sides minus 110. Uh, the total, 226.5. Over, minus 112. And the under, minus 110. Now, we don't talk a lot about the Detroit Titans on this show, a team that I used to, you know, uh, call games for as their play-by-play announcer, a special spot in my heart for the Detroit Titans. But when there is warranted discussion, whether it's a team like them or Oakland or Toledo uh, or any, you know, Central Michigan, Western Michigan, I'll bring them up, but I, I've got a play for you in the Horizon League tonight. And you've got Cleveland State, who I think has a real good chance of being the Horizon League representative. It looked like Oakland was going to be that team for a while. Uh, but Cleveland State right now is obviously playing some very good basketball uh, when it comes to the Horizon League. And they're playing Detroit tonight at Callahan Hall. Of course, Cleveland State right now, 19-7. First in the Horizon League. The Titans just 12-13. Seventh in the Horizon League. But guess what? Detroit has yet to lose at Callahan Hall this season. The uh, Vikings and Cleveland State just five and four uh, on the road. The Titans are getting one and a half. This line's been uh, volleyballing between minus one for Cleveland State and uh, minus one and a half. You get the Titans right now at Bet Rivers plus one and a half, minus one oh nine, 
Buddy like Cleveland State minus 124 uh, and plus 104 on the Titans. A total 143.5 over uh, minus 110, under minus 109. But I've got a half you to play on the Titans tonight. They're going to get to 8 0. 8 0 at Cal Cleveland State, clearly the better team. But you know how tough it is to be on the road in conference play. And the Titans have yet to lose at Cal Hall. They go for their eighth straight win at home uh, at 7 o'clock tonight. So give me a half you to play on the Titans. They will always remember the Titans plus. One and a half right now, Bet Rivers, minus 109. All right, that's going to do it for us today here on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Thanks so much for listening. Please continue to share and rate and subscribe and leave reviews. we got so much coming up in the next several weeks leading into March Madness, NFL Draft, baseball season for the Tigers. And before you know it, football will be back. Till next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, out. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.